Coming up in this episode, a track day, fried eggs and friends, and a visit to EB Motorsport. Brought to you by NineWorks.co.uk, the fastest growing online Porsche community, supported by the NineWorks Marketplace. NineWorks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, hosted by Lee Sibley, Andy Brooks, and Max Newman. NineWorks Radio is carefully produced with special input from experts around the industry and powered by our valued members of the NineWorks Driven Not Hidden Collective. Hello, if you're just joining us, welcome to NineWorks Radio. We're going to bring you straight into a bizarre scenario here. Um, Max Newman, for the benefit of the tape, is wearing a full frontal race helmet in what appears to be your lounge or study. Can you explain? (laughs) Mr. Muffled. We are talking about the track day, so I thought I should dress appropriately. (laughs) You do look like you're about to rob a bank. Uh, Well, I might do afterwards, but not till we finish recording. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should get it off. I can't hear what you're saying. Okay, I'll take it off. Some might say that's a good thing. I don't know. (laughs) There he is. That's much better. Max Newman back in the game. Yes. Thank you for joining us again. Another episode of Nineworks Radio. We've had some stellar guests in recent weeks. We did a lovely crew show. I think it was last week or week before. And uh, yes, we've got another crew show today for you with some snippets and some friends around the industry because between the three of us, we've been out a lot. Or, or going to be out we a have. lot. <laughs> or going to be, yes, past and present. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be it'll be in the past by the time this goes out. It will, it will. Be, we'll be talking about it, thinking that we've been there. It's going to be yeah. very confusing, but hey, let's do it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, we'll we'll get onto the hardcore uh, Porsche stuff very shortly, because that's what this podcast is all about. But first of all, Andy, how's the snow? You've been away snowboarding? Yeah, I've had a lovely few days away. Absolutely fantastic in Chamonix. Um, it was good. It was good. Great snow before we arrived. And then we had a bit of a blast of snow while we were there as well. Yeah. So yeah, all good. All good. Yeah. No, you zero. The best of the season zero. Then, did you? Yeah, pretty much. It was lovely. Oh, warm, but with, with plenty of snow on the ground. It was good. Didn't see any Porsche content, I'm afraid. Apart from a couple of McCanns and a KN, that was it. Nothing I else think out there. I think a little bit of uh, escapism every now and then is a good thing, to be honest. Reset. Oh yeah, but yeah, always looking, aren't you? Always looking. Although yeah. this is kind of what I did want to ask. So you've, you, if people listened last week, which hopefully they did, uh, we spoke on our Impact Bumper special about your new purchase, Andy, a lovely early SC. So yes. you you bought that new car and then went off on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Without you know, I think you had one really nice day driving that car. <laughs> one on, day, on yeah. Collection day, and then and then went went away on holiday. So was your entire week away just spent dreaming of your new purchase? <laughs> I best not t- t- say that publicly, but yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a lovely car. So yeah, you're you're going to be putting so many miles on that. I'm sure over the summer. We know you're yeah, joining to. us for the the nine months road trip to Wales, which is excellent yeah. news yeah which should i bring because obviously got the choice i'm like oh uh, i think thermidor which, i should yeah do you reckon the sc it? yeah see I think, so. I, I I think you should take gustavo the 993 personally um 
there I, I i think that car is absolutely built for a road trip like wales which there's gonna it's just a weekend of fast roads yeah wouldn't uh. want you lagging behind in the sc and <laughs> <laughs> i won't be lagging i tell you but i found out it... some more information on the sc actually okay. um i don't know if you remember last week we were talking about um it had 3.2 cylinders okay um so it's got 3.2 cylinders and it's got 3.2 high compression pistons as well and apparently the 180 bhp um cars the earlier ones have got really big valves and um, they're basically built as a low compression car with big valves to be able to use any fuel um but because mine's got now got high compression apparently that's a really good build and should be putting out plenty of horsepower Mm. Yeah. are you just talking are you selling it or something no no, no no <laughs> i'm just like rev- reveling in the amazing build that yeah this car's had in the past so yeah yeah, yeah and people I, I had lots of like people are talking to me on uh instagram with dm yeah. sort of you know telling me more about it and what about yeah, that particular car no about the, the about, about how build about that time. build yeah so yeah more bonuses sort of yeah as, as it unfolds there's more and more bonus material I excellent guess. yeah so does that increase the capacity at, at, at all is it a, no it doesn't uh, no it's no a three liter but it gives, yeah. just gives it a bit more yeah so the only difference between um a three liter and a 3.2 is the stroke not the cylinder bore okay um so yeah exactly the same capacity just a higher compression and uh yeah lower stroke than a 3.2 so hence mm. the the whizzing the whizzy yeah. Whizzy, whiz, whiz. Yeah. So you've got a proper little hot rod there before you've even started tinkering with it. Yeah. Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. That's a good point you make, though, Lee, about the 993 as it is now with Andy's build. Practically a Welsh road hot rod, isn't it? It's a Welsh road special. What I will say as well, I feel, I feel like um, I need to stick up for poor old Gustavo because it's been shoehorned into the neighbour's garage and it's just <laughs> yesterday's fodder now for Andy. It's, oh, no, it's coming out this weekend. It's SC. coming out this weekend. It is, it is, yeah. which is nice. But from my point of view, like I know I've watched you build that car um, and you've spent a lot of time and effort to turn that. You know, I've, I mean, I've driven that car. It's a sensational drive. And yeah. I just feel like after all the time and effort you've put into making that car kind of dynamically what it is i feel like it's deserving of a road okay. trip yeah of, of the sort of nature of wales, wales do, do you know yeah. what i mean and, yeah, yeah. and you know everything about that car it's kind of such an intuitive drive it's almost built into your or hardwired into your brain how that car drives yeah so you know you can extract the very best from it right, you're all talking me into now yeah honestly yeah, yeah. It's, all you need now is the sensational road you've got plenty of time this year to find your way around an sc you're not going to go as committed into these corners in wales in your your new sc as you are and no, no, i'll be sliding around because you don't you don't know you, you know you're, you're still kind yeah, of finding out limits, about yeah. it so yeah very true very true um, okay we'll leave that open yeah. for now cool what i would like to say is regarding wales i can't remember if i said last week or not so apologies if i'm repeating myself but that's now fully booked so if you missed out on wales this time apologies we'll let you join in the fun via social media when we're there there will be another uk road trip for nine works members later in the year we're just working on that currently so if you missed out this time don't worry there's more fun miles ahead later this year good stuff excellent I've been really enjoying the um, G series pod. It's a long one. It's a long. It one. It's a long one, isn't it? I've not listened to it 
other than edit- editing it. But when you edit it, you don't kind of yeah. listen to the content, if you know what I mean. You're looking out for ums and ers and Fs and Bs. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, it's good. It's really good. I'm um, my favourite quote from it so far, as far as I've got, is um, the on a on a nine one five. You find the stick where you left it. Yeah, it's very true and i found a solution to that actually which i'll come on to later oh, i'm going okay. to spread a bit of love for a bit of a, a solution for that problem so yeah, yeah. Well, what would be nice to say as well actually is uh, mark's partner jude uh pregnant and due any day so sending good vibes yeah, from the nine works family to, to mark at paragon and of course Indeed. his lovely partner jude um we're taking bets on baby names so far we're going for flat six i think (laughs) (laughs) well ruby i reckon ruby ruby definitely definitely oh very good yeah definitely definitely and there's a lovely video circulating this week as well um featuring mark and his his ruby 964 and the i've not seen that yet i've had a chance to see it i must see that is it it's really good yeah it's not very long so it doesn't you know you know you can Whilst you're having a poo, you can jump onto YouTube and watch it <laughs> rather than reading a magazine. Um, it, uh, type, really good. it is a Type 7 video, isn't it? Uh, no, it's... um. I was going to say Type 7 video made for when you're having a poo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dead good. It's really good. Oh, I'll check that out. Yeah, really Excellent. Good. <laughs> uh, fantastic there, there, there is some semblance coming up for today's episode we promise it's in it's in there somewhere <laughs> it's in there somewhere well, while we're um yeah just doing like notices can i say that the cayenne is for sale and i'd very much like a nine watch radio listener to buy it from me please excellent how much uh, have we got a price yeah i'd like seven grand for it seven um, grand is your, yeah is your 100, asking One hundred and twenty-three thousand miles on the clock there look why am i selling it i just want to go in a bit of a change of direction it's been i've said to a few people now and and there'll be a video on nineworks tv on it soon it's possibly one of the best cars i've ever owned and i and i really do mean that i love that car dearly it's a bit of a swiss army knife it does everything we yeah look it's a great car for me to drive for laura to chuck the dog in etc but we've got another car that does that and i'd quite like to free some funds up to have a bit of a giggle with a different car yeah um so there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it it's it's been just the fantastic car as i said they do cost money to run there's absolutely no getting away from that but look it's 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 a good spec really good um like decent service history all porsche specialists may i add um yeah, pano roof. It hasn't got the air suspension, so that's one less thing to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the card and shaft, which is the Achilles heel on on those, that's, that's done, already been replaced by the guys at Barn Sport. Um, yes, yeah, good car, ready to go. You won't need to do anything with that for a year. It's going to have twelve months MOT, and um, yeah, next service isn't due for a year anyway. Sell, sell, sell. Biannual. Yeah, exactly. You know, Andy's driven it as well. That's got to be worth a few quid. Oh, indeed. Yeah. So, so this guy's got my impregnation in the seats. <laughs> 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 sounds far more horrific than it needs to be but um yeah so it's for sale uh, dme a lovely elegant shade of meteor gray it does have some car park dings the wheels do need a refurb um but yeah it's a cracker so please it'd be lovely to see somebody from the nomads family buy that off me uh, it's absolutely yeah. nice. ready to go for it for a lift a roof rack some balloon tires and some spots on the front it's a it's safari ready isn't it it's a it is t- to be, to be honest with you, yeah, like exactly that. It's ready it's to uh, turn into whatever your hopes and dreams would like. Max, it to do you be. want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I'm happy I, with my McCann. 
but I you- did. To be fair, I did have to call into Right Tune the other day, and I took that car and um, I took the logbook with me, uh, just because I know I know Mike at Right Tune's got a bit of a thing for those Cayenne. So I thought, well, if I just you know let him know the logbooks <laughs> circulating, if he fancy signing it on his lunch break, he can have a Cayenne by the afternoon. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, the, ta- the tactic didn't work, I'm afraid. I was quite happy to get the train home, but yeah, there we go. Oh dear. Excellent. Talking of um, new cars, Max, I, there's been lots of talk about uh, G bodies for you. Well, yeah. you keep, you vicious keep rumor. Yeah. Vicious rumor. Vicious rumor. Vicious rumor. I mean, perhaps not as. Perhaps it's overly vicious. You know, I, I have. I mean, it's true that I did have a G body epiphany recently, thanks yeah. to uh, to our good friend and super snapper Simon Jessup. But I have got a I I have got a history of hankering for a everything. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't hanker Brilliant. for everything. I just hanker frequently for yes, a few for things. lots. <laughs> um, but I have for a long time hankered after a three two Targa. That Targa. Um, who was was that one that somebody posted that up, or was, that was it me. you that posted it up? Yeah, yeah, that was me in Cassisis. Yeah, uh, red, Cassisis red, red with a uh, pinstripe with a maroon sort of pinstripe interior. That was awesome. Why didn't you get that? Well, when I was bidding for it on collecting cars in 2021, um, I I wasn't actually sure how I was going to pay for it. So (laughs) as the, you know, as, as it was ticking up, I had to bail out, but yeah, looking back on it now, you know, I really wish that I had it. Yeah. It was um, super cool. So, and, I've I've thought about that on and off over the years, but as I said the other week, historically my three two driving experience wasn't that positive. Yeah, yeah sure. The one, the one that my dad had wasn't very nice, uh, but Simon's is fantastic. You know, it's a late uh, G fifty car, yeah. and when I drove that, I was just in, completely enchanted by it. And ever since then, I, I have thought, yeah, I really need to get a, you know, something like that in my life at some point. I'd still like it to be a Targa. Yeah if I'm honest, but that would very much fit into the category, not of a car that I would use regularly. So it wouldn't sort of fit amongst our, you know, yeah, it wouldn't yeah, fit sure. into the current roster of cars, even yeah. as a one in one out. Yeah. It would have to be an addition. You know, I'd need to keep it in the garage. I think, you know, a car deserve a car like that deserves that kind of, that kind of care. So, you know, there's that one at Burr Valley classics. Yep. In granite green. It's That's the same color as Nick Chivers car, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I believe so. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's really lovely. Um, and I have actually, I have actually had the idea of maybe doing a Z plan on that with a friend of mine who's into mm. Um, I texted him about that last night. He hasn't replied. So, um, I'm, I'm so it's sort going of, well. <laughs> I'm sort of 50 50 on it, hoping that he'll say yes and hoping that he'll say no. Cause again, I'll, if he says yes, I'll then have to figure out how I'm going to pay for it. But yeah. There's that, I'm sure there's a, in, the significant thing about it for me is that I no longer hanker after a 993, which I always yeah. thought, and I've said mm-hmm. a lot, was the way I was going to go, air-cooled, always wanted one. Sure. But when, when I drove Simon's G and 993, you know, one after the oh, other. Oh, side by side, yeah. Yeah, it was the 3-2 that really, you know, that, that really did it for me. I think they loved it. the spot. Why, why oh. is that then, Max? That's really interesting, like, with your – because you, you've always loved 993s and held always them in such high regard. so. And I did drive a 993 before I bought my 997 and really enjoyed it. In fact, on that same day, I did drive another, not my dad. So I drove another 32 Carrera, 915. Found that really difficult. I didn't drive it for, for very long. 
um, found it hard work, then jumped into the 993. And I thought, well, that's just fantastic, isn't it? And then, of course, I went on to, to buy a 997. When I was with Simon, um, we decided, I was really excited about the 993. But I said, let's go chronological. I'll drive the 3.2 first, then I'll drive the 993. So we went off out uh, out together. And as I say, the 3.2, I thought was just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So I got into the 993 uh, with really high, sky-high expectations mm. that this was going to be the, the 911 experience that I've been searching for. And very quickly, as I was driving up the road, my first impression was this has... The the developments of the 993 are masking some of the character that I was really enjoying 10 minutes ago in the 3.2. Yeah. But without adding any of the um the, the things that I remember and really enjoy from my 997. So my I thought think, as I was driving along was I would rather be in my 997 than a 993. I'd love you to drive Gustavo then, because I think you're you'd you'd feel yeah. all of the the softness that you felt in that 993 would be taken out and you'd get the character back. Yeah. Do you yeah. reckon Simon's that? Is, Simon's is a lovely standard, standard yes, car. Yeah. Well, both of them are. So mm. yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but I, you know, and, and, and Simon's very clear that he's an air cool guy. So the 993 is, you know, represents like it does for lots of people, you know, a fine or usable uh, yeah. development for him. Whereas yeah. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm anti first and last of things. You know, I don't like that. It's the first of this. It's the last of that. You know, I don't try not to subscribe to that. So I look through the transition from air to water and I just thought my 997 was a lot better. I'd rather yeah. be in that for half the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was a really interesting day for me. And Simon was a bit put out. He's like, you got to get back in that 993 and drive it more. God damn it. <laughs> and get to love it. <laughs> that yeah. sort of thing. And we are going to come back to that because we've still got some work uh, uh, to do with those two two cars. So I look forward to that. But I'm sh- I feel now like I'm sure there's a three two Carrera um, in my in my future somewhere. Absolutely. Not, I, not look, now, I look I, I look forward to the whole collective bugging you with um, listings for three two Carreras <laughs> on the WhatsApp group. I'm up for that because I, I, I do Good. like looking, as you know. But yeah. um, but I don't think it's for now. Nice. Oh, nice. so de- definitive. Yeah. Nine Works Radio exclusive. Max Newman has ruled himself <laughs> out of a G Series purchase, at least for the next fortnight. Yeah. Garage yeah. updates. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, make that's... a video. I, that's going to be my thumbnail. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. What I did do, though, on, in terms of garage updates and things, I did have the McCann at Porsche Center Silverstone for a major service last week. Uh, which Ouch. was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those. I've had that not two years yet. Uh, but it's a workhorse, you know, we do a lot of miles in it between mm. managing myself, all sorts of, you know, work and just, you know, life. Um, so it had to have a ma- major service, which did involve, unfortunately, some consumables. Um, I was going to say, Max, you are looking a little bit older today. So that, that does explain it. That definitely does explain also it. Also thinner because you can't eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so as well as a, as a 20,000 mile service, it, it needed, um, pads and discs on the front. Ouch. Um, and it needed one tire as well. But, but the interesting thing about that episode was, you know, and so it was with them for three days and they lent me a, um, a can as a courtesy car. So that's quite interesting because my McCann's are 15, so it's quite old. Yeah. Um, and they lent me a brand new uh, McCann, but the the sort of base McCann, so the two litre. Two litre. Basically the Golf GTI engined mm-hmm. McCann. And, and that was really interesting because I thought, you know, if I was going to get a more, you know, a newer McCann, because I love McCanns, would that be one that, that I would get? You know, is that a sensible yeah. approach to McCann life? 
my during my three, three days with it, my impression was that uh, it, that it isn't. Uh, it had a really nice spec inside. Nice, you know, it had the nice seats, Lee. Uh, you know, it's, the seats, the seats that you need in a, a McCann, which absolutely. you put me on to, and I agree. Had yeah. Chrono. It had all the modern tech that lots of people would be very familiar with, but I don't get to experience very often. And that was brilliant, all CarPlay and all that kind of thing. But that 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 Golf GTI motor uh, is not sophisticated, I don't think, or doesn't give a premium enough feel for such yeah. an expensive car. Because even a base McCann, you know, can be. 70 grand you know without yeah. trying too hard agree that is not that does not feel like 70 grand's worth of motor yeah. personally well, i didn't think oh, also, i drove one when did i drive one that was uh probably about four years ago when sarah bought her um xc40 we yeah. tried the mccann with the four cylinder and I, it was rubbish yeah i thought and it just didn't like it yeah. uh, but then we drove a six cylinder and it just felt a different class of car exactly i agree yeah i agree yeah. and and also the other the, the thing that you might think yeah but you know you get decent mileage out of it mpgs i couldn't get decent i i drove yeah. it really gently back to porsche Santa silverstone because i put some fuel in it i managed to get 26 mpg yeah, it's not great, it. is but it? generally in my normal running about that i do in the other cars i was getting 19 yeah out of it that's um, and crazy it's, it's a big old bus, you know a yeah. can is a bigger old bus than perhaps people uh give it credit for so it doesn't deliver on that front either is it yeah. is it the new macan with that weird sort of like black plasticky sort of outline around like the front grill uh that that gob i know exactly what you mean lee the gob. That, that that black gob which i don't like either is a is a, is a gts trim level on the current right. new macan okay um, yeah, it's, it looks a bit weird, a bit out of place. I think it looks like, uh, you know, Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. He's got this kind of thin, wispy sort of goatee, beardy thing. <laughs> and I think the Macan there kind of looks like that. It got this lovely paintwork and then this random, yeah, gob, basically. I am I am, I am, completely with you on that. And I was thinking about that again recently because I I then gave the, their Macan back, paid the bill, on my mechan and got back into in, in into my mechan straight away. I thought this is so much nicer, even though wow. it's diesel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because it's a six cylinder, yeah. it's just smoother, refined, more classy. So that was interesting. I got back in mine. I thought this is nicer, but it did. You know, trying that that you know all, all of the other stuff that makes a new mechan different. I I did think if the mechan's going electric, I do look on the approved used website quite a lot and think. You know, could I get my, could I upgrade the McCann, you know, get all the bells and whistles on it? You know, that could be a car that Mandy and I could enjoy for years and years and years. And invariably, you can never quite get the spec that you want on a second-hand car, can you? That's the that's the way it goes. And I thought, if the McCann's going electric, then there's a limited time left to order one's perfect McCann. Mm. And I thought, should I try and order a McCann GTS to my perfect spec whilst I still can? As in a, a sparrow face new Macan. Uh, well, and that's right. when I did the research and realised that that's going to be the sparrow face, which means that I then I, I thought, okay, so you can only have it in black or grey or that oh, yeah, um, yeah. copper ruby so, that, that Will Lee was talking about. So you, you can't really see the sparrow face. Yeah. Could you get <laughs> Could you get the sparrow face colour coded? Would that um, not work? on the configurator? You can't. No, but you, well, you just go to I, a spray shop could, and get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I need so to see I, this sparrow face. I've not. No. So I thought about that because I fancied a crayon one. I thought that'd be good. But then you get the sparrow face. Yeah. So um, you can't unsee it either. No, that, no that's you can't. Thing. You can't. So I need to have a look at this. So so you can still order a new Macan GTS. And I did speak to my to my friend who's in sales at 
Porsche Centre Silver Zone, and she she said that that could be arranged. And I did even pitch the idea to Mandy on the idea that, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have our perfect McCann and that's a car that we could run for a decade. And for about 10 minutes, she, she was into it. But then she asked me how much it was going to be. <laughs> uh, I said, uh, 80, <laughs> more wine, darling. <laughs> £82,000. Yeah, no chance, <laughs> right? No chance. And she said, well, how are you going to pay for it? <laughs> and I was like, well... Oh, I love it as well. There was no collective in that. <laughs> How are you going to pay, pay for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that is a good point. I, I didn't really have an answer to it, other than that the waiting list must be at least a year or eighteen months. I got time to think about it. Um, but um, I think it's probably. And then I did a bit of research actually, and it, it did sort of. It does seem at the moment like when they bring out the the electric McCann, they might carry on building. I reckon they combustion will. ones alongside. Yeah. Now maybe. Initially, I think for other markets, but I think, you know, now that everyone's rowing back slightly on the EV thing, it might not be the end. I think that's really worth touching on, Max, when you, yeah, the, the EV thing, as you're saying, because we've not mentioned it on this podcast and, and, and we need to. So if anyone's been taking a look at uh, not just the Porsche market, but yeah, EVs generally, they have really fallen back in value. And like Taycan's, there's all big hoo-ha in this country about how the Taycan, you know, Porsche is shifting loads of them and, you know, rivaling or, you know, usurping 911 sales. As a, as a brand new car, yeah, it makes sense. Um, it's a it's a decent kind of write-off as a company car and all the rest of it. But as a, as a second-hand car, it just doesn't make sense because you don't get any of those tax breaks that you can enjoy as a, as a brand new car. And, like, values in the last few months have, like, tanked really like more mm. than 20 percent. there's a lot of tycans now sitting around yeah. some some people i know aren't taking any on for sale so it's all this wonderful you know it's all the future but it, well is it because right now it's i view as a as a as a used proposition and let's face it that's kind of where it's going to cut its teeth really it's just it's sitting around it it's not yeah. making any sense and we we've spoken mm, before about to see how it the, plays out yeah you know i've i've been vocal about the infrastructure on these cars just absolutely not being there and in this country that is still absolutely the case there isn't the infrastructure to use that car to fit in with our lifestyles as we currently uh, enjoy them um, and again you know for for a product to work it shouldn't it shouldn't require us to change our lifestyle to suit it it should fit into our lifestyle and i appreciate yeah. the technology might be young and everything else but yeah that you know the car of the future is kind of struggling in the present in in the here and now really which yeah yeah, super super interesting we'll see where it goes yeah my um my next door neighbor who's a top bloke um he buys cars like i buy kebabs you know he goes through them he's got um (laughs) he's got the electric x3 ix3 yeah i think it is which is quite smart he's he's had it for about 10 minutes and he's and he decided as i think a lot of people are that maybe the BMW EV to have is the i4. Apparently that's the one that people really like and is really good. So he went back and said, actually, maybe I'd like to switch out of this into that. And they said, yeah, 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 sure. But you, you know, you, you've lost, you've taken a 25 grand haircut on that iX3 Ooh, already. <laughs> um, I mean, and he, and he bought that, you know, it's the about, you know, he owns the company. So it's a, you know, a corporation tax offset or yeah. whatever it is. I forget exactly what the details are, but you know, cause that's the, you know, the motivation generally for people buying them, you know, they're, they're as you say, Lee, they were getting the ass kicked out of them in the used market. And yeah. it's, um, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not working for everyone. No, it's not. And, and, and there's an onus, I think on, um, a, a number of parties really to kind of rescue that because it, 
it has to work. You can't just buy a car like that to go, right, I'm saving the planet now because I've got an, an EV. It has to work for you and it has to work for your lifestyle. And I think there's an onus on the government um, and, and the manufacturer as well, to be honest, to make that a reasonable proposition for the used market. And this isn't, of course, just Porsche. It's it's absolutely all of it. You know, I mean, Ooh. Tesla, you know, likewise, values of, of tanks and that of, of used cars. Um yeah, you, you can't just say you need to save the planet and go and buy an EV. It's it, it's more to it than that. There's kind of day-to-day challenges that need to be rectified. And um, yeah, it's just let's let's keep an eye on that and see where that goes. Yeah, definitely. Because it's, it's all very well selling these cars brand new, but it's it's the used market that you've that is the acid test really for how that yeah. car is going to or that concept is going to fare in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So it doesn't look like I will be getting a brand new McCann GTS, not unless I can work out how to pay for it. But just to complete the circle, I am still very much in car buying mode. And that that G G body experience, thanks to Simon, has shifted the dial for me and made me think about things in a different way um, than perhaps mm-hmm. I was before. So, you know, Ooh. I'm still I'm still I'm still out there. I'm still okay. out there sniffing about. He's sniffing. Like, he's sniffing <laughs> i could i could be hot on andy's heels well i'm on your heels as well because i guess when yeah. you sell the km you'll be coming up with something new for us to chat about as well well i hope so, so. Yeah. yeah you can tell we're desperate for content now because we're just trying to <laughs> yeah to buy cars for, yeah, for like, look, some, someone's gonna have to sell a car here guys yeah content. yeah yeah exactly it's your turn next max i think we've got a couple of episodes left in the series we'll see if, if something happens before Can the end of it. it okay there's um yeah i'm still i'm still looking I've mentioned before about 986 Boxster. Definitely, I agree with Henry at Lakeside. Uh, he said a couple of episodes ago that buying, uh, what do you call it? Buying convertibles or open top, that's what I'm looking for. Buying open top sports cars is definitely a seasonal thing. You know, when he said it was like ice creams, when the sun comes out, people want to buy the car. And I've definitely seen that in the past two weeks. Even, you know, 986 Boxster, there's definitely an uptick in values. Right. Um, that's because you've been and, talking them up. It's not the sun. The I sun know, they are, they're ter- they are terrible cars. <laughs> I would not buy one. I yeah, would don't not buy one at all. Um, but yeah, I, so I have, I have seen that, which has kind of proved frustrating. And, um, yeah, want to kind of buy the right one. I did though, and I've kind of been sitting on this for a little bit. Um, but we'll talk very briefly about it. So, uh, Andy, you and I popped out the other day to somewhere, and um, yeah, it's basically kind of a while ago was given a, like a, a boxster race car seat, so not a road car, but a race car for the season. And you know, again, it's one of them where okay, until your bum is in the seat and you're on the start line, many things can happen, many things can go wrong. So I haven't want to publicise it. I still don't want to go into it too much, but I um, yeah, it's it's safe to say definitely won't be doing the full season uh, <laughs> because Andy and I went and to see the car and bred him on the first race with the Boxster Cup is um, at the time of recording this. It's a week on Saturday. I think it's the first of April um the boxster at the moment is sort of kind of more split or looking like a barn find than it is a, <laughs> I won't a, go that far <laughs> a race car there's a there's a lot to be done so Just yeah some look, equipment yeah 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 and some um some inertia some yeah. some some yeah from from uh from within there to get that going but um 
we'll see how that goes. It would be really nice and, and it's an incredible opportunity to even kind of be considered for it. So it would be nice for that to happen. It'd be lovely to race in that in that box to cup again. It really would. But I am I am still looking for a good road car. I have decided, and I said before, I don't want a, a 3.2S because I think it's too much overlap with a 996. Yeah. So a, a 2.5 or a 2.7 smaller wheels, I think that'd be a fun car. I definitely don't want silver paintwork. Um, although I will be led on condition, I want a, I want a cool colour, and uh, I don't want a grey interior either. That elephant skin, it just doesn't do it for me at all. So, if uh, yeah, if there's if anybody knows of a boxster that kind of fits that criteria, please DM us and give us a shout. Nice, even though they nice. are terrible cars, and you, and, and nobody yeah, yeah. should buy them. Nobody should buy them. Good. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Definitely. Cool, man. That's kind of yeah, garage updates and and skiing updates in Andy's case. <laughs> <laughs> We've been out and about last week. We're out and about again in the in the days coming up. So yeah, I think we should talk about that. Yeah, you yeah. did a track day this weekend. Yes, and Max, by the way, it was lovely to have you along for that, along with other members of the collective. Like genuinely said on our collective WhatsApp group at the end of the day, it was fantastic to get the 996 out on track amongst some pretty senior metal. It's fair to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a bit it, and scary. It, it, do you know what? It was such a thrill. It was such a thrill. Um, it, my alarm went off at half past three in the morning to get up to Donington. Oh, the the the, the funny stuff, which is a four hour drive from from down here in Dorset. I will just share. So um, I'm in a semi detached house, and the our neighbours who we share a wall with, uh, Malky, messaged me on the Friday to say, uh, Lee, just to let you know, uh, we're having a curry and a dance tonight with a few people <laughs> coming round. Uh, if you and Laura would like to come round, you're very welcome, right? Listeners, that that is my neighbour's way of basically saying, we're getting shit-faced tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna the music a- might be up a little bit. So we said, um, I got back, so thanks for the invite. Won't come round, got a track day. Got to be in the Midlands for early the next morning. That's kind of my big hint to say, like, please keep it down. Um <laughs> Fast forward to 2 a.m. and like Kajagugu dolls is coming or Kajagugu is coming through the walls there. I was like, oh my God. And um, when I went out to my car at four o'clock in the morning to leave for Donington, genuinely they were still going. Oh my God. <laughs> they were still that my my Saturday morning was still there Friday night. So that was that was the preparation for, <laughs> for then the four-hour drive up to Donington on not a lot of sleep. Um but the car was fantastic. It excelled itself. It was a wet day, which brought about new challenges. A brake sorted. Um, yes. Yeah. So like the, Good. the first time, so it's for some context, it was an RMA day, which is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's run like clockwork. It's really well organized. There's some brilliant machinery there. So even as a proposition to come along and watch, it's, it's absolutely worth doing. Also, as I mentioned before, the standard of driving in terms of etiquette is extremely high. You can overtake on both sides, and that can seem quite daunting and challenging at first, but actually it's not because driver etiquette is exquisite. It's it's bang on the money, so it's a really good thing to do. Um, RMA do two Porsche-only days per year. We've just had one now. The next one is back at Donington in October for an unsilenced day. We're going to be at that again. So props to Leighton and the guys at at RMA. We're going to hear from Leighton shortly. I managed to grab him for a couple of minutes on the track day. Um, But yeah, look, getting that 996 out and sharing some tarmac with cup cars, which is what it was at times, really was brilliant. And I was driving home just 
mesmerized by the abilities of what is a 25 year old car really you know two and three quarter tanks of fuel 500 miles in a day 17 hours driving it drove me there it drove me around donnington in the wet and drove me home again you know not bad not bad at all but and to bring it back to my point the absolute highlight of that day for me without a doubt was meeting so many members of the Nonworks Collective that came along and, and got stuck in for the day. We shared a pit with Dimitri and his GT4 fantastic car, Gentian Blue, um, surface transform brakes. He drove that really well in the wet. Joe as well in his 991.2 GT3 Miami Blue, fantastic machine. So it was great to see some of the collective on track, cool. adhering to the driven, not hidden mantra yeah, that, we, yeah. that we push so fiercely. Um, as well as yeah, a load of other members of the collective that just came along to to soak up the vibe and hang out in the Nineworks. How many coach. how many people got along to sort of soak it all up? Uh, what for night from a Nineworks point of yeah. view? I reckon between fifteen and twenty. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. But, you know, we, we it was an open house. It was an open house. You know, park yeah. behind the Nineworks pit garage. The track day was from nine till five. Come and go as you please. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. Some people turned up for an hour some people stayed for a morning some people come along for the afternoon so brilliant. it was brilliant to put so many faces to names that we have on the whatsapp chat so much yeah. and, and it was yeah it was a nice it kind of felt again like a bit of a brotherhood vibe in that pit garage yeah, yeah. excellent it was no? really good really good and i've got to say props to thomas who broke down en route in his 996 and still managed to get there yeah <laughs> well done, 997. um so it's great to see him and joe as you say uh joe with uh Miami Blue nine and one. He had his dad with him. He was a top yes. guy as well. Yeah. He's got a um he's got a nine nine one point one GTS in A gate grey, um, with a colour change of the wheel to silver. And he and he showed me a picture of it. It looks really good. Awesome. Really, really good. Absolutely so awesome. Hung out with those guys and everybody else. It was a good, yeah, it was a really good day out. Yeah, really it was. It was, you know. Couldn't um, get any sense Andy out of Silby because he was <laughs> giddy every time we got yeah, out of the bet. car did he have uh, that he silly just, silly track face on yeah had his silly track face on <laughs> just yeah <talking laughs> absolute nonsense. do you know what so, I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest so i didn't go out until probably about just gone 11 for the first time uh like i say i don't don't mind sharing i was a little bit nervous actually a little bit of a crowd there yeah. it was wet <clears throat> excuse me a little bit of a crowd there it was wet it was my first wet track day and yeah, I was, I was a little bit nervous. I was quite happy and I like to do it anyway at track days, leave the first hour, let everybody else go out and just kind of put all the testosterone out on track, get that all out the way. And, and then it kind of just calms down a little bit. But um, I was definitely yeah loitering with intent for a little bit <laughs> and then just had to kind of bite the bullet. Chris from right tune came up with us as well. Like we had a, a smashing day. Uh, that was, that was good fun. Chris drove the car as well, which was nice. Um, RPM Technic were there. So they they are part of the RMA track day calendar. And and as Greg has mentioned earlier in this series, mm. RPM have got a, a their own driver's club. It's called Rush. And there are different tiers to it. Um, and essentially in its greatest form, you turn up to the track, your car is already there and it's prepped and you're ready to go. It's arrive and drive in its most purest, most brilliant form. Uh, but, you know, at the very least, they're brilliant for checking through like tire pressures for you on the day and everything else, which Max, as you've highlighted before, is a is a key thing to get yeah. right. Um, they've got a lovely kind of driver's lounge in one of the pit garages as well, which was brilliant because they had uh, some of the action from Sebring 
on just so happened that that started i think it was for three o'clock in the afternoon two o'clock whenever it was that's cool that was nice so yeah it was it was a really really good place to to hang out to be honest so a a fantastic day i do need to give massive kudos i don't know who this person is but as i said there was some serious porsche metal out on track i think in terms of values i think little iris was was comfortably the footnote to all of it but so yeah, cup cars and, you know, GT cars and all the rest of it. But there was a guy that went out on track in a Carrera GT mm-hmm. and bearing in mind, it was, it was a wet track day. This car, they, it wasn't a parade lap. This car was going for it. And at one stage I went out and the Carrera GT was behind me and I've done a couple of laps and I've noticed this Carrera GT's not past me. And, I'm, you know, there's a tiny bit of your brain going, oh, you know, yeah, quality, little 996. <laughs> They're not, you know, Carrera GT's nowhere to right. be seen. Yeah, went round this corner. I don't know the corner name, so apologies. But I've gone round this corner and I'm looking in my mirror waiting for this Carrera GT. And then I realised why it hadn't overtaken me yet. There was a couple of seconds of nothing. And then all of a sudden this Carrera GT has come round the corner fully sideways. <laughs> Fully sideways, living the absolute dream. Oh my God. Yeah. Chris was in the car with me. Like both of our jaws hit the floor. I can can imagine his squeal now. (laughs) It was (laughs) unbelievable. Right. And uh, again, like the conditions. uh, Yeah. Just absolutely unbelievable. Any case, the Crow GT, they went past us and we were following it. And like literally right in front of us, every single corner this Carrera GT was getting like decent lock on. It, it was, it was just a lesson in kind of car control, but, but also bravery. And then even on the way home, um, we were got, I think it's the M one. Can't, can't remember, but yeah, driving along, it was torrential rain, by the way, just down the road that afternoon, a football match, professional football match got canceled because of the level of rain. It was biblical wow. rain. We were in, um, the Chris and I in the 996 in the fast lane of, I think it was the M1 and the car was all over the place going through all of these, uh, like puddles and, and whatever car was twitching all over the place, moved over. And then we saw this like dot that became two headlights that again, a couple of seconds later became a Carrera GT uh. and it, it <laughs> went past us. It went past us, all this standing water and everything, everything. It went past us. The driver, obviously it's left-hand drive car. The driver's given us a nod as he's just gone past and just carried on into the distance Fantastic. at full chat. I have to say, whoever that was the entire day, balls the size of planets, it's the only thing <laughs> I can say to that. It was a real joy to see, driven as intended, hashtag driven, not hidden, you know? Yeah. Good man, good man. It was awesome, wasn't it? You know, hearing it coming out of the Melbourne loop sideways, lit, you know, the V10 screaming, it was, uh, it was brilliant. And everyone was loving it. The whole paddock was just enjoying it with him. It was great. It, it was. I've got some I've got some bits on camera. By the time this podcast goes out, there will be a nine, nine, uh, nine works TV video alongside. So you can see some of the Carrera GT in action. And, and I've awesome. got a lovely shot of the Carrera GT coming out of the uh, pit garages and joining the pit lane. And it actually got a round of applause from people. <laughs> yeah. So wow. and, and I have to say that is testimony. Because to have a car like that, you know, it's uh, what one point something million quid's worth of metal. It's far more to lose than gain in that scenario. Yeah. Um, so I think it's testimony to, again, we spoke about the etiquette on track at an RMA track day that the owner felt that that was a risk worth taking. Yeah. And he felt comfortable to do that as well with, yeah, yeah, yeah. with sensible people around him. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, if, if you're, 
it's and it's not a place for a track day rookie i would say an rma track day but you don't need to be a seasoned pro you've you've got these uh these crosses you know wally stickers i, I call them i had one on my car it just means that you're perhaps new to the track or maybe new to an rma day and it works wonders people just give you a little bit of room all you need to do if there's faster traffic stay predictable get out of the way if you can but indicate but stay predictable that's the main mm. thing and the cars will go around you and give you enough room it's a fantastic day um with that in mind as i say i managed to grab rma's uh, organizer leighton clark for a couple of minutes at the end of the day um let's hear what he had to say leighton from rma thanks for joining us thank you for the day first of all it's been awesome from your point of view how's it gone yeah i mean it's been a it's been a great day we've had um a lot of nice porsches come out a great mix you know everything from boxsters up to carrera gts um so i think the mix has been really uh, eclectic and, and, and we've been really happy to see so many people come out for it uh the weather's been challenging for sure <laughs> But there's nothing we can do about that. So yeah, all in all, great day. I think everyone's had a, a fantastic time. Brilliant. We've we've mentioned on the podcast before, and we're going to get you on the podcast later in the year for a, a proper chat. Um, but it's clear you're trying to kind of grow this Porsche-only concept into track day, maybe a bit of cars and coffee as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, I've always been uh, a real die-in-the-wall Porsche fan. You know, ever since I was a child, I've loved the brand, loved everything they stand for. Plus, you know, the cars suit everything that i'm looking for so for me it's a little bit of sort of self-interest in terms of trying to build these um events and make them bigger and better and it's, it's kind of what i would want from a track day if i was going to do uh go and do somebody else's track day so i think you know the key things are a nice like-minded crowd great cars on track a great track somewhere like donnington and then bringing that kind of cars and coffee vibe to it means that people who aren't necessarily doing track days can kind of come in check it out dip their toe in the water see what it's all about and feel included in the day and then maybe you know one day they'll come and join us for a track day themselves you know we'll find new customers and bring new people into the sport brilliant yeah. we, we, we've said um i've said before your usps being able to take on both sides of course is the big one but again like a, a high standard of driver etiquette there seems to be a lot of respect out on track yeah, I mean, we tend to find that, you know, we don't get too many novices come to us. You know, we are seen as one of the more premium, experienced driver track day companies out there. Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, when you get down to it, it's uh, people who've done a lot of stuff before tend to eventually make their way to RMA days. Uh, you know, the novices do like the drive on the right, overtake on the left. It's got some sense of formalities to it. You know exactly what you're in for. You know, our days are built for people who um, have got more experience under their belt and they want that freedom to be able to kind of you know go where they want and play how they want out there and if for sure there's a very very high level of respect between drivers everybody understands how the rules work um and you know we have very very little problems with the um with the way that we run things brilliant okay yeah like i said fantastic day thanks for having us involved yeah and thanks for coming to along. the next one cheers mate thank nice you one. Cool. So that was Leighton. As I say, go and check out the RMA calendar on the RMA website. Get yourself signed up. At the very least, sign up to the Porsche-only track day at Donington in October. We will see you there. And again, to Max and everyone else in the Nineworks Collective, thanks for coming along. That was a smashing day out on track. It was a lot of fun. Really was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Cool. Are you uh, you signing on for Donington at the, in the autumn then, Max? Well, it, was it enough of a... I have put it in my calendar. Actually, oh. it's the it's the tuesday the 10th of october yeah that's when it is so um i wonder i wonder in... how many others that visited you know during the day just to have a a look are, are now tr 
feeling the track track love and fancy yeah. it yeah yeah i hope so yeah. you know like i say get involved we'll have a nine works pit garage so it's a it's a nice place to hang yeah, yeah. but it's also Great. you know even, even if you don't want to you know go on track just to hang out and do what i did do what you did yeah you know quite a few other people did yeah um was 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 a lot of fun it's just a good social yeah absolutely love it brilliant it really was really was cool man so this weekend coming up for us it would have happened by the time the podcast is going out we've got the rearranged fried eggs yours and friends fried eggs I'm and there. friends you're a friend <laughs> on the fried egg you're the friend yeah at, um, at porsche center sheffield it's gonna be second time lucky on this occasion the first one got cancelled because of the snow we had a few weeks back so we're yeah, going back hope, up let's hope there's no snow this weekend <laughs> fingers crossed what yeah. i will say as well like a fuming 10 minutes before this podcast started just got back from from a brunch and there was a letter in the letterbox looked at the envelope and it said po box and i thought well that's a fine because someone that's charging you, they don't put their address, do they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, really? they don't, yeah, yeah. And I opened it up. And um, so, yeah, look, I had a phone call from Richard, still City Porsche. He's at Porsche Centre Sheffield saying, look, we need to cancel fried eggs, uh, which was, it was, this was on the Friday morning. So yeah. the, and fried eggs was on the Saturday. We need to cancel it tomorrow. The snow here is unbelievable. So I thought, right, I, I was on the road, but I need to tell everybody that this is cancelled. Yeah. So I've pulled into uh, a Starbucks at Stansted Airport, a terrible Starbucks. I mean, not that there's a good one, to be fair, in, in my experience, but um, just like textbook, uh, dirty tables, dirty toilets, oh, wonderful yeah. coffee and all the rest of it. But any case, uh, no Wi-Fi as well. No signal even. Come on, guys. <laughs> but any case, so I've got in there. I've managed to send out social media comms and emails to say, look, Friday is cancelled, et cetera. Rearranged it. Obviously, Andy was speaking to you because yeah, we yeah. had plans to, to sort out. Um, any case, it turns out you can only park in this Starbucks car park for Bastards. an hour. I was a little oh. bit over an hour. So I've got a £100 fine this morning as well. Yeah. So... Oh, it makes it not only one of the worst coffees I've had, but definitely the most expensive. Expensive, so, yeah. Yeah, Gutted. that's my, my spread the love this week. I'm tempted to say Starbucks sarcastically. But, <laughs> yeah, um, bastards. Yeah, but it's cool. anyway, that's, no, that's enough waffle. It's, um, yeah, it is this Saturday coming up for us. It would have happened by the time we've recorded it, which means, Andy, we can talk about EB, I assume. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because it will have happened, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, should we insert a segment here? We don't know what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> but well hopefully <laughs> hopefully we get, do get to record something but we'll be talking to somebody in sheffield or some people in sheffield about porsches um enjoy this segment uh thank you for having us today no it's been a pleasure appreciated it? it we've had a we've had a wonderful day how was your day brilliant Chaos. Brilliant. Fantastic. Absolutely chaos. Yeah, chaotic. you had chaos, didn't you? Yeah, we had absolute chaos. Oh, but no, good. wicked. Really good day. An amazing turnout, wasn't it? Yeah. How, 90 cars, 90 I cars. think one of your colleagues said. Yeah, 90 cars. Yeah, fantastic. 90 and 10 in the workshop for health checks as well. So Yeah, I had, I had a health check on mine. John, you had one on yours, didn't you? I did indeed have a health check, which was all good. Thank you, Richard. All clear. All, all clear. clear. Good. Yeah, so thank you for those. Is it all clear? Is this a health check for the car? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about your health check? Are yeah. You... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. No, You're a bit dodgy after the curry that we just had. <laughs> it's, been, it's been fantastic to, to come oop north. Oop north. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, it was, well, it's been the first fried eggs where we have quite literally ventured further than Birmingham. 
So it was, yeah, yeah. really, really good to meet so many enthusiasts Absolutely. from um, up this part of the world. And actually, a lot of people travelled a fair way yeah, to, to be here uh, Well, today. I reckon John could be the furthest I think from John, Exeter. John, yeah, very, very well could have been. Followed by us from Paul. It's a good effort. Exeter's yeah. definitely yeah, a good yeah, effort. Yeah, yeah. But if people come down from like Kendall and et cetera, et cetera, like it's a, it's a fantastic effort all yeah. round. So brilliant. And like great mix of cars. Obviously, it was fried eggs and friends. And there was a very strong friends presence there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it was lovely. It's a yeah, melting pot of absolutely everything. So we've got um, Matt from Lynn's Sheffield. Sheffield. Yeah. What's it called? Lynn's pantry isn't it so yeah that used to be the shop which yeah. was my mother's back in the day um uh, which is no longer there sadly due yeah. to you know the markets and city centers and stuff like yeah. that yeah so we've moved into just doing uh events and catering but um we used to all meet on a saturday morning Out well front. it started with the burgers actually didn't it yeah which was after covid you set up yeah, me and Matt kind of we've known each other City. for a long time, like twenty odd years or so. We met through by your mum at Landry, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Um, and then we kind of bumped into each other during COVID, and we were like, "We've got to do something." It's the prime time after lockdown, man. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah got to get together to, yeah, to yeah, do a Boris. Oh dear. Yeah. What have we started now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we kind of bumped into each other after lockdown. Yeah. And uh, we were like, it's got to be prime time to get something going. And we've both been mad into cars. The city so, centre was dead. No one was in it. So yeah, the course. streets were just empty. So, you know, we, was it the first one on a Wednesday or Thursday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Thursday night, I think. And yeah. the, the road had been closed off at the end, so it was a dead-end street. Mm. And we just filled it with basically mates with nice cars. And um, and you opened up the um, the pantry and did burgers and yep. we did like a bit of a twist. We like nicked some, uh, uh, what do we do? Linen out yeah. from like taking it from the in and out burger in California. Yeah. So we did a linen out burger and um, and it was amazing, wasn't we? I had like the guy who was playing, remember the guy who was playing the saxophone on the yeah. street? And he, but he was like busking at the end of the street, didn't know anything about it. So we just went and tapped on his shoulder and went, look. It's 20 quid. Come and play down here. Brilliant. And it was amazing. All these people just rocked Only up, didn't 20 they? 20 quid. It's <laughs> yes. Sheffield. It's so tired. It's so tired <laughs> out here. Oh, Jesus. I've been playing for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the rest. <laughs> Hold on. We had him for three bookings yeah. for 20 quid. <laughs> he came for three weeks. Yeah, for yeah we had him three weeks on the trot for that 20 quid. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, so and then as things opened up, obviously, because um, of the theatres and stuff, the uh, we couldn't, you know, meet in the city, like I know in the evenings, could we? Because all the parking spaces would be yeah, taken. exactly, yeah. So we started early on a Saturday morning, um, much to the disgust of the lady in the shop next door at the yeah, flower shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eventually, yeah, it just became chaos, didn't it? Yeah. So yeah, we had to rethink it, and uh, we moved up to CLP uh, with the trailer we've been meeting that today and that worked really well didn't it yeah it's um, great and then you know things you know we came into the winter and what have you and poor sheffield's had us we've been at a few other venues yeah um, i mean poor sheffield have been really good to us we've done yeah, like we've got what did we do like four events last year we did a massive toy appeal for the local children's hospital yeah. which was like unbelievable we had so much stuff donated didn't we all mm. new toys and um and we've done like one a quarter at poor sheffield yeah been great. Brilliant. Been I mean, really, four really good. Quite, in this year, yeah, another four books. It's quite an effort for them, isn't it? Because mm. they've got to move all their thirty odd cars out 
from the oh, front. Yeah, it's exactly. big effort. Big yeah, effort. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, a big thank you to Paul Sheffield for. for well, do, they are doing. You know, the, they enjoy it, don't they? And they're, yeah. they're doing the toy appeal, and I think they've got a bit of a charity thing next weekend. So they are trying for the local. You know, yeah, to, bring the community yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, so you know, it's Which, great. It makes awesome. all the difference when a Porsche centre actively wants to get involved with with that kind of community side. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's, you yeah. know, and, and come yeah. on, everybody else, get in there. Well, yeah, exactly yeah. that, you know, and it was it was great to have that car park field today. Um, so yeah, thanks to to Porsche Sheffield, thanks to to Richard, Wendy, Steel City Porsche. You, I think you do a lot for the community up here, and and it goes without saying, thanks to to Lynn Sheffield for providing some <laughs> exquisite food. You know, yeah, and there yeah. were genuine fried eggs on the go today yeah. as well, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, awesome. Was, that was good stuff on the menu. I liked that. Yeah, was yeah. how was the tomato sausage? It was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a yeah. bit dubious about that, but it was it was good. I don't know, my tummy might have been a bit. Um, Gurgly later. Not That's down not, to the curry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the sausage. Right? <laughs> not the sausage. <laughs> I love the clip on the on the board as well. It's something like our food is excellent. Right? You have an excellent breakfast. Yeah, yeah, very good. It was on point. It was, yeah. yeah, it was it was fantastic. So yeah, thanks, thanks to no, everybody thanks for coming. Help yeah, make that you. happen today. And thank you for John for um, being in the same house as us. In what we called it, what's the hostel? The or? hostel. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's hostel of love. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, John um, joined us as you know, as one of our works drivers, aren't you? And um, you, you you put your hand up as saying, "Yeah, I'll come along for the weekend as a bit of a bit of a freebie, I guess, freebie accommodation." Um, so yeah, thanks for coming along, mate. Hope yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a wonderful day, and um, special thanks to um, you know, Porsche Sheffield for making me feel really welcome and it, it was really um, an eye-opener for, for them to contact me to say, you know, would you like to join uh, um, you know, the Porsche Heritage? Um, yeah, classic register. Classic register. Yeah, yeah. To then, um, you know, contacted by several members of the team um, to sort of, you know, very quickly sort of you know, get myself uh, booked in, uh, get the car, you know, scheduled in for a health check as well, which is really good. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Richard. Really appreciate that. No, anytime. It's our pleasure. How important is the classic side of things to Sheffield in not being a classic uh, partner or, or anything? Oh, else? absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's fundamental. We, we are the largest dealer of classic member registers, so we've got the most of any dealer in the country, and we're not even a classic dealer. Yeah. So it's good. I mean, we do like a special labour rate. We do as much as we can to get in those classic member cars because while ever they're in a, you know in with us and in in the, the network it's good for everybody yeah. you know we're selling parts we're selling labor eight and it's not going down the road to mr indy who's in all fairness probably was a porsche techie 10 years ago but not anymore mm-hmm. you know and they've not got the latest stuff there's some fantastic indies out there but if we can keep them in the network Perfect. You're proactive there, aren't you, with like the owners' club and stuff? You're always putting events oh, yeah. on. To, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've done four four events planned for us this year, but they'll be, it'll be equally there'll be four or more for the local Porsche owners' club. Yeah, yeah. So we're actively we we attend their meets every month and we host them on site probably once a quarter. So they meet at a local pub and then we bring them into the the dealership mm-hmm. and do a special night. I have to say, it was awesome to see a nine eight six Boxster in the showroom. Yeah, that was a nice car, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Really you nice. know, and you just don't kind of see that. And for me, there's far more interest in seeing a car like that that's been out there, 
done the miles, collected a load of memories for someone and then has Absolutely. managed to kind of get back inside a showroom. To me, that resonates more than, um, you know, a new yeah, sport classic or something that's that's there not not being driven. And, and that's, you know, not I'm not chastising anything. Yeah, no, no absolutely. Just, you know, just, yeah. It just comes to mind, you know. I just think that's, that's fantastic. So hopefully that makes, uh, you know, the the many boxster owners that are out there as an example think yeah no, i'll go in there and have a and have a, and have a look and, and how you many value that car as much as they do which is exactly, exactly how it should be, that's right? it yeah. and how many people do you speak to in this and say oh, what do you drive and they go i've just got a boxster it's not just a boxster yeah it's a porsche yeah. simple as that you know whatever whatever model whether it's a kn or a cayman whatever yeah. you never say it's, i've just got a boxster yeah you know, we're all Porsches, aren't we? Mm. Don't, make a, don't make a bad one, do they? Well, Simple on, as that. On the, the subject of mid-engine Porsches, in, very much in keeping with our driven, not hidden motto on Nineworks Radio, Matt, you turned up with your GT4 yesterday with a, a thin yeah. veneer of Sheffield road grime yeah. covered all over it. Yeah. So that was awesome to see. Awesome. Yeah. How is it? How is it? Yeah, it's mega. It's uh, I've not had a chance to drive it that much yet, um, just due to life and... Uh, and the weather, um, not that I hide it, but you know, it's you've got to be a bit, yeah, yeah. With cup twos on when it's minus <laughs> three outside, you've got to be a bit Woo-hoo! careful. Obviously, we had to rearrange the meat because of the snow two weeks ago, um, but yeah, no, it's awesome. It's uh, it's a proper bit of kit. We we had a run down to Donington last week in it, didn't we? Um, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> it I can't hear a word you say anymore. It is loud on the motorway, um. Yeah. Yeah, you sort of you're not having a long chat with him, mate. Sat on the motorway. Um, <laughs> no, it's funny because we were going to go down to Donington. We said, "We'll have a catch up. We'll have a chat. We'll plan next weekend." And we didn't speak, did we, all the way down? <laughs> and then we ended up meeting up midweek to organise this meet again. So it was like, <laughs> I, I missed him telling me he needed to pull over for a, a comfort break, but you know, um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's old man's problems. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> let's, not, let's not start that one. Uh, mate, it's a great car. I was, you know, really lucky to get. You know the opportunity to uh, to get one. Uh, so now looking forward to many more miles this summer in it. Obviously, I've not had it long yet. So uh, yeah, probably try and do some more stuff for you guys, and that's yeah. when we're allowed in. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we might have an event for you down our way at some point, might we? Yeah, we're yeah, working yeah. on something. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be yeah. Good to have you down if, yeah. if if that pans out. Yeah, yes. definitely try and uh, try and make that if I can. Guess it's Marvelous. our turn to come to you next time. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, come down for some sun. Rather than the cold that's up here. <laughs> oh, it's bloody freezing. Always warmer down south. Bring that saxophone player if he'll do a shift for 20 quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might want a bit of expenses for travelling, I don't know. We could chuck him in the car, yeah, can't we'll we? Bring, yeah. We'll bring him. Yeah, it'd, it'd be nice to uh, just go around the table and ask what everybody's car of the day was. I think that'd be quite cool because there was a lot to choose from. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. plan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got a great one for yeah. that. Go on, then. You'll go first. Go on, I'll go first. So this, I know we're fried eggs meat, and I know we're all about Porsches, but that Escort Cosworth. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're so Essex. Yeah. yeah, I'm like you. I'm half Essex. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I think he's done 25,000 miles. It's like box fresh, brand new. Yeah. And what a, what a lovely guy. He talked to everybody today. And he's a Porsche customer of ours. He'll not mind me saying James. He's a lovely guy. Um, I bet you spoke to so many people about that car today. Mm, mm. And, and what a beauty. Every time he brings it, it just everyone. It stops. Everything yeah. stops. You know, no matter what, what there is in the car park, everybody goes, oh, I so wanted one of those when they were new. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Especially if you're from Essex. Which at times too, John and I had a conversation standing next to it and I said, you know, like it's crazy where these cars have gone in values in the past few years. And like, I genuinely remember growing up and seeing these, you know, all over the place on like the estate where we were and, and everything else. Um, stolen. They were, all, they were always being stolen, weren't they? <laughs> I'm not sure I'd want to drive it because I've always held that car in such high regard. Your dream yeah. would be shattered, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, I think it might. But I think just to, you know, to, to plonk and stare at it, I think that'd probably be enough for me, actually. And usually I do like to, to drive a car and see how it, how it feels. But I just think, yeah, it was awesome to see that today. But back, so back in the day, it didn't matter how many alarm systems they had, even with sort of four or five different systems, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the Scorpion or the Clifford system. Oh, do you remember were, the Cliffords? Oh, oh, yeah. And they nobody were, could turn them off. They were the they? ones that they used were. to talk to you, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. They would still get stolen. Yeah, showing our age again, aren't we? Yeah. That's going to turn around on us. Can you imagine trying to get into one of the wiring looms of those, one of that, what the Escort wiring loom looks like today? You had to look under the dash. There'd just yeah. be these cuts everywhere, oh, lots of it, insulation tape. Yeah, black wires. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What about, what about you guys? Yeah, because that's yeah. the times too. John? Um, I don't know that I could pin it down to one car of the day. So two cars for me, uh, the 997 Sport Classic with only 500 miles in the showroom. Oh, yeah, 430,000 pounds, is it? Absolute snap. Absolute gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the white with blue decal. 996 uh, yeah, yeah. GT3. Yeah, James's RS. RS special Stunner. car, yeah. isn't it? That is a very, very special car. Yeah. So it would be a toss-up between either of those. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Not Good bad. shout. That was my second. Yeah, okay. The, yeah, the RS was my second choice. Yeah. Andy? Uh, mine would... Well, it's one that I didn't actually see. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody showed me a picture of it. It was a brown SC. With, oh, yeah, it was yeah. quite early on, wasn't it? Yeah. He left quite early. Somebody said, did you see that car? And then he showed me the picture. It's like, oh, that looks so cool. So, yeah, sorry. What about that SCs. Brown? GT3. That was quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, 991 GT3? Yes. Well yeah. used. No, that's Wells. Nice. Wells, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The well, grills well, on the front, you yeah. could see it. It's definitely like, well used. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a good looking so, car. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just making a note with listeners there that we're on a two episode streak of you trying to drum up SC prices now. Of course so. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah, car of the day. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loves a brown car as well. I do. Love a brown car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, what about you? I think, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to one from today. I think, obviously, James's uh, blue RS, uh, well, blue Decker RS yeah. looks pretty, you know, it's pretty special. And he drives them, he drives it there, and you washed it off and got it in the showroom for him. It looks um, so good, that car. Oh, it was immaculate, wasn't it? It's yeah. mega. He's so passionate about him. It's brilliant. I think um, it's a close between... Your 964, that's pretty special. Thank Love you. That. And also, there was a there was a 996, a Gen 1, a black one with, like, um, tan interior. Don't know if you, oh, is that the Millennium? That would be Max Millennium. Max, yeah. It looked like it got really old number plates on it. I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I thought that yeah. was just an aero kit car at first, but it's not, is no, it? It's, it's a, a really special car. Special edition, yeah. yeah. Is it 25 years of something? 
What was it? The Millennium Edition. Oh, no, oh, no yeah, the, it's Was that not for the Millennium? Well, has it got 25 it? on the back there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, is it the sticker? Yeah, what's oh, that, that about? that's for our um, 996, 25. Oh, was it? Road trip. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. The guys from the road trip made that. Got that sticker. sticker nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That was nice. really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, but Matt made a great point. So after, for, for the benefit of listeners, after uh, fried eggs today, we went for a lovely drive uh, around here, wherever we are. Peak, Peak District. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And, um, it was, yeah, John, it was a joy to to watch that car being driven. And, and again, for the benefit of listeners, you know, Guards Red 964, Flag Mirrors, D90, um, Dream combo. I know John's itching for me to say, "Oh, it's non sunroof. It's non sunroof. Aircon. It's got aircon. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of a bit unicorn, but you know, it's got it's got the steering wheel's on the wrong side, though. It is on the right side. Yours is on the left. Yeah, the right side. Yeah. Well, we can thank thank Ian Harris for that. You know, making that car possible for me. Yeah, friend of friend of the podcast, indeed. But yeah, as I say, great great to see it driven. Hashtag driven, not hidden, really. Absolutely. Out in the rain. It looks immaculate as well. It looks immaculate. Oh, yeah. We had that on the ramp earlier, and it was one of the cleanest cars of today. Definitely. At the side of yours, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It might look rubbish, didn't it? it, To be fair. (laughs) (laughs) I was glad we found out about your twisted chassis while we were on there as well. Yeah, yeah, so Richard and I were chatting about it first thing. We're like, we're going to stitch Andy up today. We're going to tell him he's like, car's buggered, basically. (laughs) And um, like, hey, you know the car inside out. So you you, you kind of found it out pretty pretty quickly. But the, the, the technician we were trying to scheme with, he looked at it, didn't he? And said, to be honest with you, I can't, I can't pull that off. It's immaculate. <laughs> so, you know, it was like, it's the cleanest one I've seen all day. Yeah. Isn't it? But, yeah. but we still had a good go, didn't we? Oh, yeah, you tried to, tried to but yeah, I wasn't having it. <laughs> I don't know. He did have a couple of looks underneath, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for, for hosting. Yeah. yeah, brilliant day. Thank thanks you. Thanks for yes. coming all this way, and hopefully we'll see you again at another... Cars and coffee. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're, we have been speaking over a curry about doing something again and coming up. So, yes, let's hopefully make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. We'll yeah. look forward to it. Brilliant. Nice. Safe drive, guys. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've not gone. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we just we just remembered something. There's a bus coming up the road and someone's going under it. <laughs> So what happened today, Rich? Uh, we forgot uh, about it, didn't we? I think we had a great day, didn't we? We had a great day, yeah. Well, there was a little bit of today that we've missed out in the yeah, previous interview. Yeah, we did miss all And we just remembered it. What, what happened, Rich? Yeah. Ran well, out of talent. It's kind of <laughs> ran into Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Going, going through Sheffield, it was obviously there's a lot of traffic and we're stationary. People always seem to go through and I'm stationary, but... Sitting there at the traffic lights, minding my own business, and all of a sudden there was this donk, thump, <laughs> and I've managed to go forward a bit, and I'm like, what, what was that? <laughs> I looked up, looked in the mirror. <laughs> 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 it was a lot closer to me than he was. And it should have been. He's just in the mirror with his head in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Rich can't drive. It's the city bangers. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, oh, we just yeah. thought we'd get that out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just say we did all pack up and everything was neatly put away and they've set everything back up just to humiliate me. <laughs> <laughs> Has it worked? 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it. Oh, I don't mind. Fantastic. It's content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. It's got a very bright uh, shade of red. Oh, it's the heat from these lamps. Cheers for the pattern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, that and was I, fantastic, wasn't it? <laughs> I love brilliant. That. that was brilliant. Yeah, brilliant and planned. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and and then on Sunday we've got a collective only event. Um, so we're we're going into EB to do lots of knee rubbing, um, <laughs> the motorsport. Um, we had Mark on the on the podcast uh, probably a couple of series ago now, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting in there and seeing uh, all of the early nine eleven stuff that they've got going on and um, lots of rsr builds and products that go go into rsr race cars yeah definitely and, and what's you you wouldn't have seen if you're thinking well hang on a minute i i didn't see anything about this eb visit uh, on social media and everything else in the run-up to it we didn't actually advertise it not publicly so we are still going forward we're going to be doing lots of uh, events that engage the wider public so if you're listening to this and you're not part of the collective no problem like we're still totally happy to have you along to things like our fried eggs events and everything else andy as you rightly said at the start of the series where the nine works driven or hidden collective is up and running now there are things that we would like to do to just give back to those people who are investing in us really that's that's essentially what it is and so it's nice to do things for the collective like the eb visit so it's a smaller group and it's just more of a kind of you get to see the business behind the scenes really yeah and it's going to be a real to, to business owners and and, and everything i think there's going to be so. sort of 10 to 15 of us going um so yeah it'd be really good to have a nice little tour good chat with everybody and yeah really well a bit similar to our heritage event that we had yes sort of a bit behind the scenes and yeah really cool so yeah, yeah looking forward to it definitely um, and hopefully we've got a segment where we talk to the guys from eat beef a little, maybe a little bit <laughs> just to <laughs> say hello um so shall i play the segment absolutely the segment that doesn't exist right now but we'll yeah. do in a couple of days yeah here it comes it. hopefully that's i think that's where i saw it yeah oh. one two one two testing one two one, one two, two testing testing all good all good alice good yeah, bit, bit loud on that one. Or all good. That's all good. All good. Yeah. Cool. All good. Uh. Right. We. Where are we, Lee? EB Motorsport. We just wanted to say a, well, a big thank you to to these guys for for hosting us this morning. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we've been here for uh, say two and a half, three hours, having a. Is it that long? It is. Yeah. Having a good gas. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys for, for having no, us. No, I really appreciate, appreciate you guys it. coming up, and uh, it's always nice to welcome people here and have a good look around. Yeah, so it's, it's a really Aladdin's cave, all sorts going on. Yeah, here, there is know. there is a little bit of everything happening, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's been nice for you guys to, I mean, you've come a long way, Dorset, to get up here, but uh, yeah, no, it's, like I said, I appreciate you coming, and um, and all your colleagues coming and having a look around, and all the positive feedback, it's always nice to hear, and uh, yeah. 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 Happy days. It's, it's nice to see... The place itself, particularly after everything that you said, Mark, on the podcast, I think it was last series or it was, yeah, yeah, probably a year like ago, that. wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. Mark's yeah. still not listening to his own dulcet tones on that. Yet. <laughs> no, I'm unlikely to listen it. to this as well, to be honest. But. I can't imagine you've got the time to be fair. What with everything else going on here now, Jane, my wife, listened to it and she had everyone else, and I Did still you? can't. I think I, st- I got the link. 
I turned it on, and as soon as the first word came out, I turned it off and went <laughs> on to something else. Yeah, yeah. I know, Andy, you've been particularly excited to visit here with your engineer's background. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, it's been a, an absolute thrill to, to yeah, see everything that's going on. And it's exactly as I thought it was from when speaking to you last year. You know, attention to detail. Um, the, the, the amount of stuff that you do is just outrageous, really. The, how many fingers you've got in little I think, pies. I think that's... <laughs> It's like I said to you earlier, um, Jake, uh, who, who runs a, the design side of things for us upstairs, yeah. we were talking yesterday and he, he said, we get complacent to it. You do. But yeah. when you look and, and the thing is, uh, we've always invested as a business in technology, but when, and I, I don't know, we've, we've said it before, we, I think it'd be very unusual to find anyone else who's, in the sort of the position we are to do the sort of things we're doing yeah and we're lucky because we've got the obviously the other the other sides of our business that um and we've got that crossover yeah so people come and they see the you know the what we call our engineering side of the business and then you've got the automotive and you know a lot of people struggle to understand how we how we've gone from one into the other and vice versa but at the end of the day it's engineering it's manufacturing Mm. just because the end product looks slightly different uh, the attention to detail and the mindset's the same across both sides of the business, but on this, it's um, yeah, you it's very much a visual thing, yeah. And it comes down to even you know, e- e- an oil line fitting a part. It's a bit like when I started, you buy a component, whether you're the guy fitting it to the car or not, you want to look at it and it wants to look nice. And whether yeah. you're ever going to see it again because it's going to be buried inside the it engine, needs or to the be right. it needs to be right, <clears throat> it does, yeah. yeah. And I suppose it's um. It's first impressions. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of modern stuff sold on the packaging. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I remember James used to buy CDs based on what was on the cover of them, despite how crap the music was. <laughs> on the <laughs> but uh, but now you want the parts to look nice and yeah. uh, be presentable and. Um, yeah and they've got to perform that's the other thing it's not just what it looks like and everything we do here is driven from the performance aspect because we're building parts to go racing yes Um, like we said either for ourselves or a customer and that's the driver yeah Um, so yeah no the fit and finish I think that's just mindset of things but now we have a really wide varied uh, manufacturing expertise here um, which is great because it means that we have we have almost total control over everything yeah um and i I think that's the unique position that we're in and and what we offer our customers um you know machining printing composites paint yeah you know um so yeah amazing amazing components i think uh, like a a good way to surmise it is and, and this is by your own admission mark that eb kind of flies under the radar a little bit um but what we can guarantee is for enthusiasts listening if you've been to Goodwood and you've been to Rensport Reunion and you've been to Le Mans Classic then a, a lot of the components behind those cars that you've seen like there's a, there's a lot of EB stuff in there so actually your stuff yeah. is so far reaching in that regard it is it's a very small community and I, I like I touched on it earlier where we've never considered ourselves great at marketing and it's it's not really what what you need but, no I yeah. mean a business is a business is needs customers and you need to sell and uh, to survive and keep going but that's not the main driver for us but you know we looked at um you know you you still got to uh, attract a customer base and we've been very lucky ours our 
our, our customer base came from seeing us at the racing. Yeah. We've done very little paper advertising, obviously on social media because that's where it is. But it, the Porsche community is uh, around the world is very small. And you, like we said, you're only as good as your last job. But we've been very lucky that uh, we've got to know and work with some some exceptional people and, and uh, develop relationships where they trust us with original parts to be able to reproduce them. And, you know, we've pinched ourselves moments. Like we said, oh, the, the, you know, the, the poster collection, you know, when you, you walk around and you realize that we were making parts to keep these cars on the road and, um, yeah, we're, yeah, we're very fortunate. Extremely thankful to you guys for, for giving all the, you know, making those components and allowing mm. those cars to still run. You yeah. know, it's, I'm sure a lot of those cars wouldn't be running if, if it wasn't down to you guys. Uh, well, I'd like to think so, but yeah. Uh, absolutely. yeah. Mm. And, um, take, take that. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I will do. I'm having that one. <laughs> Good. Keeps cars running, keeps passion alive. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And so. that, that southern drawl, as, as it was called earlier, is Alan, who, your, what's your role here? Well, <laughs> it's varied. It is. Yeah. Now Alan heads up there. Obviously, the, he's he's responsible for the workshop, the cars, the prep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're not big on titles, but I would say Alan's sort of, you'd say, workshop manager for the motorsport side. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if if it looks crap when it turns out, then we go to Alan. But you know, <laughs> everything looks like it does now. Um, yeah. No, I mean, Alan is, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, he's pivotal to you know the progress of the business yeah. and everything's in here and he's you know he's got the same mindset the same philosophy we have so same drive um, yeah. yeah and his background and uh, you know without blowing smoke up his ass if I can say that on here <laughs> you can feel free to say yeah, uh, no, no one here no, he's um, <laughs> you know he, he can turn his hand to most things so yeah. you know between us we've got a really good skill set and um, in fact all the lads in the workshop you know would be we're stuck without any of them. We've got yeah. a great team, haven't we? Yeah. In in everything, yeah. everyone can do everything, and we set impossible tasks yeah. and expect them to deliver, and they do on countless and occasions, invariably, on, yeah. Yeah. on everything. As so. they say, there's no, there is no I in team, and you, you know, yeah. you need the guys around you. And you know, it's the, yeah, there's a name, there's a brand in front of it, but it's uh, and that, yeah, it's the people definitely, yeah, yeah. And you've got to instill that, and you've got to have the right people uh, able to deliver that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you, we start projects and there's nobody here with the, and we'll, we'll develop a skill set, we'll develop a, you know, um, some of the things we do that, you know, we've not, we've not found somewhere to draw on information. We've had to go out and create it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, do the research into some of the technology that we put into manufacturing. And a lot of that is not, it, it is interest from our point of view. We love making things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're real engineers at heart, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes we do make things probably a lot more complicated than <laughs> is necessary, <laughs> but we can't help ourselves. Yeah. And, um, so. Also, Fantastic. it's the quality and everything we're expecting yeah. from ourselves. We set levels to which probably we would admit are unattainable in yeah. some yeah. respects, but if you're not aiming for that, then yes, what, what you're going to be doing? shooting for is less than you could. Yeah, and, yeah. and we're, I think we're our worst critics as well, aren't oh, we? Yeah, very rarely are you ever happy, which is no. sometimes hard, but then yeah. when yeah. the times are good, it's brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, wonderful. Well, you're preserving history, I think is kind of fair to say. So. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I'm preser preser preserving. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
Can, I can edit that bit out. <laughs> just wanted to see what the reading was on there. That's <laughs> quite impressive. It's going yeah. on time. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks for, for having us here, gents. Anyway, really appreciate you opening up, particularly on a Sunday morning. For, yeah, thank for you us so much for your members time. Members of the collective. Yeah, yeah, we've had a, a great time. It's been great to, to bring some guys along and, and well, see what you've, what's been going on. No, so hopefully thank you, you can get your passport, make the trip back up again <laughs> sometime. Yeah, you've got to get back home, yet. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Much All right, appreciated. Guys. Nice to see you again. Grand. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank Fantastic. you for the guys from, from EB for, for, for talking to us. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love this. This is, this is journalism. It's finest. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, we've also got another giveaway as well. Uh, well, not a giveaway, a collective thing, um, which we need to talk about. So we've got a giveaway for works and hero drivers. Uh, we do this at least once a quarter. Um, and you've been gathering some items, I believe, Lee. Oh, yes. So recently for a video actually on Nine Works TV, I visited Garage Therapy. Maz, who runs Garage Therapy, by the way, top guy, despite the fact he's a Spurs fan. Uh, he's <laughs> he's he's part of the, the the Driven Not Hidden collective. So it's really nice to create some lovely content that's kind of kept within the, the Nine Works family, so to speak. Uh, it's worth saying, by the way, you can get up to, well, you can get 10% off all products across the Garage Therapy website by putting in the code NineWorks10. So go and check it out. Um, the NineWorks TV video is worth a watch as well. Maz has resurrected the look of my what were faded 996 headlights. And he talks a little bit about Garage Therapy as a, as a concept and what he does in supplying high-quality products for the industry. That's that's what GT does, really. But yeah, yeah look, Maz has very kindly offered to give away... Give did away did it, or did you steal it out of the back storeroom? Well, look, it, it was in Essex, which is my homeland. And as we all know, in Essex, if it's not bolted down, it's fair game. Yeah. So, so, you, so you got a good call then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely. But no, yeah, Maz, very kindly. Uh, it, yeah, it was agreed upon by both parties. Um, yeah, he's going to give a £100 hamper away, essentially, for like, car care detailing um, and, and protection yeah it's a really good kit there's some amazing products in there that I've, I've seen working firsthand that genuinely is a cracking cracking prize and it's available to all collective members who are works and hero grade yeah we'll we'll um we'll sort that draw out in the next uh, week well yes yeah, so i think next week we're going to be chatting to maz from garage therapy we're going to oh, get him on pull, the podcast so maybe pull it. yes yeah. maybe maz Excellent. can select a winner good be nice cool good call yeah yeah shall we good. um yeah we'll say that's open to people currently so if you want to win things like that then get involved for next quarter um you can sign up patreon.com slash nine works choose the level that best suits your lifestyle um yeah and and hopefully if your works or, or hero level then you can win some top top stuff so this is a lovely one to kick off maz at garage therapy thanks for thanks for volunteering a lovely hamper and a lovely prize nice Very thank good. you Maz. Good. Right. Uh, oh, should we spread some love? Let's, well, let's do a gem of the week. Let's do a gem of the week. All right, gem of the week. Of the week. Oof, Go on then. Oof, Go on then. What have oof, you got? Uh, well, I wondered if Max had anything. I don't mind selecting stuff. I just know that you are Mr. Marketplace. I think, you know, alongside uh, other nicknames, including Caramax. Yeah. I've got one ready to go. Oh, cool. Continuing okay. theme. It, Okay, uh, yeah. If you like, which, um, yeah. right, which would possibly not be uh, the Sibley Gem of the Week. Mm. So uh, it's something up for debate. Go for it. 
So my gem of the week this week, continuing the theme of some of the stuff we were talking about um, with the uh, with the fantasy garage last week at at RPM, our friends at RPM who we were with at Donington uh, on Saturday, they've got a nine nine one Turbo S, but it's the GB edition, um, which um, was quite. Some people think it's quite a cynical edition because there's not that much that's special about it. But I've always really rather liked the way it looks. I really like the wheels that they put on the GB edition, some of the sort of retro touches. And it's quite a rare car. They only made 40 of them. Um, and we were talking last week about, you know, the virtues of the of the 991 Turbo 0.1 and 0.2. And I think this is just an interesting little variation on the mm. theme. And if you think it looks cool, as I do, then, you know, there aren't that many of them and they don't come out that often. But RPM have got one for 92 grand. It's a white one. They came in a handful of colours. Um, and I think it looks super cool. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It, it, it is cool. It is, it is, it's a nice car. It is a nice car. I think they made 40 of them, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, in, in white, red or blue, if I remember rightly, hence the, the GB link. Um, it's it's a fantastic choice. What I will say, so I've been I've been scouring the marketplace quite heavily in the last week. And on Gem of the Week, we tend to go for some you might call blue chip cars, but actually for for a, a forty thousand pound limit, there's a great amount of choice and variety on there currently. It's nineworks.co.uk slash marketplace, by the way. Um and yeah, look, my my head has been turned. There's a lovely Cayman R. Uh, RPM Technic, £40,000. There is a lovely 996 40th anniversary, which I absolutely adore. That's at RPM Technic, £40,000. I've seen elsewhere Boxster Spiders kicking around the £40,000 mark as well. Like there's 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 decent amount of car for the money out there right now. Um, it's, you know, it's the price of a new Golf, really. You, I've, I've I've noticed uh, a bit of a theme emergingly. Those Cayman R's, nine eight seven Cayman R. They yeah. see, they seem to be attracting your they do, your don't eye they? at the moment. I love them. I absolutely love them. First, uh, I think we spoke about it over a year ago when we did our pod, our live podcast at uh, Redbourne Porsche Owners Club, and there was a healthy nine eight seven R chat in there, and it's just a car that really has has been off radar for such a long time possibly forever to be fair it might it might just be like the quintessential underrated porsche modern modern porsche they're so cool there's there's not one there's not room for one in my garage currently because i feel like my 996 ticks all the boxes in terms of how i would use that car as a mm. weekend toy fast yeah, road yeah, and everything okay, else yeah. but it, it has to be said it's a sensational car Manual or PDK. I, I put a post up on social media about a Cayman R, and it was a PDK example. And uh, somebody said, "Oh, it's it's got the wrong gearbox. Shame about the wrong gearbox." And I said, "No, no, it's the right car for the right buyer." Yeah, and 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 their lifestyle. But um, yeah, just like I say, that forty thousand pound, which again you can get a, a brand new, boring hatchback for that sort of money. You, you could you could you could get yourself into some exceptional pork for the same money and there's a lot of choice on that nine works marketplace currently so yeah it's not always about the blue chip cars i would say there's yeah. there's plenty on there for for everybody i was chatting to kyle the other day and the, and the cayman r thing came up and he said he's you know he still has imprinted in his mind some memories and driving impressions from the launch of that car and that must have been a few years ago you know, it's yeah. got to be a decade ago and um you know he yeah 
he remembers it very fondly as an absolutely fantastic car to drive. De- definitely. And, and again, like earlier this week, I was down at Phil Raby. Um, we were recording a video for Nineworks TV. And I said to him about the 996 40th anniversary, he sold a couple. Um, and we were talking about the Paragon car on, on the, the Mar- Nineworks marketplace. And, and similarly, I think he was around during like the launch of that car. So like yeah. it, it tugs at the old like emotional or well, the heartstrings really. And, and but he even said like objectively, that is a sensational car. Yeah. A sensational car. And again, you know, numbered production run. I think the one at Paragon has got like 59, 60K miles or something. So, and I always worry with 996, as I've said before, don't buy a car with super low mileage because it's still got a lot of its life to live. And when we talk about IMS bearings and everything else, a lot of its, yeah, a lot of its future still lies ahead, you know, where there's, where there's a, a car with sort of, I would say, 50,000 miles and above, Anything that could have gone wrong probably has by then. Yeah, the car at Paragon's just um, just coming up to 49,355 miles. Right, okay. Well, yeah, perfect then. Do, do you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and, and as I say, you know, without banging the drum and, and getting too repetitive, that's a lot of car for within the realms of Porsche, not a great deal of cash. Yeah, yeah. On, um, on Saturday, whilst I was hanging out at Donington, uh, with the with the guys from the collective, we were looking over uh, a meteor. Oh, I say meteor could have been seal. I think it was meteor grey nine nine seven point one Carrera S with the Carrera uh, classic, the Carrera Sport wheel and um, factory aero kit that had been bought Ooh. from Paragon yeah. through the Nineworks marketplace. Oh, that's cool. That's really um, cool. and uh, really nice, really nice car. Uh, really nice guy. You know. We were hanging out and having a really lovely time, but he said, "Yeah, you know, it's a. I'm super pleased with it. Paragon are fantastic, and I found it through the marketplace. Brilliant. So Brilliant. Carrera, Sport, Carrera Sport Wheels. They're my favourite from the 997 generation. It has to be said. Yeah, yeah, me too. Really, me good. too. Me too. Cracking. Lots of choice, basically. Lots and lots and lots yeah. of choice, which is awesome. Nice. Should we spread some love? Yes, indeed, we should. Amazing. What are you saying, Caramax? Uh, I'm going to spread love this week for Porter Press." international um so press are known for publishing books they produce some really high quality car books they produce some super nerdy stuff because they produce books about sometimes individual cars um which you know if if you're into a particular kind of car that can be really interesting and they also do they do the sort of um uh you know like the the works on certain certain types of cars um mclaren f1 and you know things like that so if you want the definitive work on a particular car then it could be or a particular t- type of car so for me i'm talking uh group c porsches then port press of um you know they, they, they may they may well have done that work on it but they they also do some other stuff which i hadn't quite appreciated i'd focused on the books but they do some interesting runs of prints and that kind of thing and i bought a brilliant print from them they're doing a series by uh pete stevens okay Peter, car designer friend of mine and future guest on this very pod um and they've done some 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 prints from the era that he was designing uh, the uh, uh mclaren f1 and i bought one of those really lovely print got it framed and also got it signed by peter and i've got that up in my office here so i look at it whilst we're recording the podcasts and it's um yeah there's some really lovely stuff so you should have a look at portrait press i mean some of the stuff you know those kind of multi-volume definitive workbooks you know they're collectible and very expensive 
some of the other stuff um you know is is you know is much more much more attainable but it's all really high quality stuff it's worth a look tops max yes. absolutely tops and yeah nice to see you supporting print media again as well happy days yeah, always happy days big fans of that on this podcast andy yes i'm spreading the love um to a german friend um his name is carsten um i was put onto him by somebody on instagram i don't know who this guy is in on instagram he's uh, messaged me lots of in, inf- lots of information about um on the sc um including that information on the what uh, cylinders i've got and pistons and all that sort of malarkey um but yeah thank you to you who is has got well he's got player in his instagram name um but i'm still not uh, following him because i've requested but i don't know who he is but lots of useful info but he put me on to carsten who is in germany who has designed a spring that sorts out the 915 where did i leave the gear lever problem so what it does it moves it always returns the gear lever to the third and fourth plane as per a you know a standard gearbox as we know it now um so yeah i've ordered one of those and look forward to receiving it i've read up and heard lots of good things lots of people um say it's really good it's an expensive spring it's like i think it's 45 euros for a for a spring but effectively it does the same sort of thing as uh, a wevo shifter um which are 650 dollars so let's give it a go so yeah spreading the love to carsten who is on instagram um azul mavira which minivira which i think is a color um i'll i'll put the link down in the bottom probably better yeah. everybody yeah My, do yeah. you mean minerva yes that's it minerva thank minerva you minerva blue it's a yes. lovely 70s color looks great on turbo's carrera threes that sort of vintage yeah i think that's what he's got maybe it might be a carrera three beautiful yeah absolutely beautiful in fact i think he's backdated it yeah i think he has yeah carsten hodolf thank you carsten nice i like that i like it and you can i can i be i want to i want to say it's a bit cheeky it's not really because it's for the benefit of everybody listening Uh, but i want to mention the new near me feature on the nine works website so it's something we've been developing for a little while what is it? Well, it's basically an online directory. So when you hit up the Nineworks website and you've got the tabs along the top, yeah, hit near me. And there's a variety of different bits and pieces you can search for within a certain set radius. So you enter your location, set your radius, and then you basically select the type of service that you're after, whether it's alignment and geometry, bodywork, gearbox rebuilders, tuners, pre-purchase inspections, whatever it is, and it will bring up the businesses that are within that that area. If you're a business, by the way, and you'd like to be on there, it's completely free. So there's a contact us button at the bottom where you can just let us know about your business and we'll get you on there. The whole point is you might not know what's on your doorstep to begin with, but say, yeah, you're on a, a road trip and you just want to kind of take a look at a different business or what services they've got to offer. That's your interactive online directory. So go and take a look of it, make the very best of it. It's very UK centric right now, but again, it's uh, the concept of it. There's no reason why it can't be rolled out uh, globally. So again, if you're listening to this from outside of the UK, no problem. Let us know, particularly if you're a business, and we'll we'll get you on there. But yes, yeah, it's the Marvelous. it's the nine works near me for this week. Good, I like it. I like it. Um, actually, I'll talk about near me later. I think uh, one of our new collective members, um, he uses Tech Nine 
that are must be up near where he is. Is that Wales way? Well, Warrington, yeah. Warrington, yeah. He uses them, and um, I'm not sure if you found them on now near me section, or yeah, I already actually said to the guys at um, at Tech Nine to get on the near me, which they are, I believe. They are, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's great, great to hear. Awesome. Good. Okay. Um, talking of collective update, shall I? Shall I give a collective update? Yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Excellent. Um, right. I shall start with Hugh Gabriel, who is a rookie driver. Um, he is in Tum is in Tunbridge in Kent and drives a nine nine six Carrera. Um nine six Carrera, tidy. Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, thank you, Hugh. Next up is Gareth Jones, uh rookie driver. He's in Greater Manchester, uh drives a nine nine one dot two G uh sorry, C two S and G T silver. I knew there was a GT in there somewhere um, and uses it very much as a daily, taking the kids to school, um, did a family road trip to Spain in the summer, four up with the kids in the back. Fantastic is that. I love that approach to Porsche. Indeed. Yeah. And he was the man that um, was talking to me about Tech 9 um, on the near me. He also has a, a holiday let in Anglesey. If anybody needs something, if they're you know near the track, going to going on the track at Anglesey and you need somewhere to stay uh get in touch with uh gareth tidy uh, yeah get in touch with us and we'll put you on to him thank you gareth great to have you on board next up is will goddard i'm sure i recognize this name he's from london um he has a nine nine twelve uh what which he affectionately calls a rust bucket and is also has a taycan sport turismo arriving this saturday um what different ends of the spectrum that is that's yeah, amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah first and last fantastic day. Uh, i'm still waiting on a couple of people to get back to me with their details if they wouldn't mind um so that's gary spencer and rob verl and i have one upgrader and that is matt pickering who is upgraded from wookie 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 that's a new <laughs> from rookie to works thank you matt you must have heard about the good the giveaway coming up oof yeah he's in the pot now he's in the pot he is he is uh yeah if anybody else wants to get in the pot for the giveaway this week uh yeah do your upgrade if you want to just saying (laughs) (laughs) gentle prod go on go on you know you want to (laughs) so we're uh waiting to hear from a gary spencer i wonder if that's the gary spencer if it is gary Give us your information. If it's Gary Spencer of Ultraviolet 991.1 GT3 RS Track Day fame, then hurry up and let us know that. Okay. If it's another Gary Spencer. Then Welcome, Gary. Let us know what you've got as well. Welcome yeah. along. <laughs> You're not the Gary Spencer. <laughs> Brilliant. You're okay. the new Gary Spencer. Forget the old one. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anything else? No, I think I think that's it. To be honest with you, it's been cracking, gents. As always, always a pleasure, never a chore. Sure, never a chore. Good to gas. Good to gas. Yeah, I suppose we'll we'll see you and everybody else next week on Nine Works Radio. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Bye bye. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Driven Not Hidden Collective. If you would like to join the collective to get further access and rewards within the Nineworks community, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Nineworks. You can also support us by leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app.